Hello and welcome to In Business Talks 2, a weekly podcast about people who work together as a couple. Learn the secrets of business partnerships, the benefits and pitfalls of working together, be it husband and wife, father and son, mother and daughter, friends, relatives or any other combination of business partnerships. We are your hosts, Tracy and Ian Earl, founders of In Business, a networking and business support community. And together, we, we are, are In, in business. business. As well as speaking with other couples, we'll let you know of any useful business apps and websites out there that our members have come across and shared with us in our regular weekly online meetings. Plus, we'll tell you about our special bonus episode coming up this Friday, our Friday Fix. So be sure to listen all the way through to the end to find out more. Our special guests this week are Simon Glenn and Chris Rabbit, the creators of the new networking platform, Meow. So, without further ado, let's crack on with In Business Talk 2. Big welcome today to our, our two guests today, our special guests. We've got Simon Glenn and Chris Rabbit of meow.com. And they're both waving, but it is yeah. a podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, they can't hear you. And <laughs> they can't see you. <laughs> and of course, meow.com is a brand new platform for networking. Is, is that what you would call it, guys? Is that, have I got the right terminology there? I'm going to hand you over to my uh, erstwhile colleague for that one because he's far more eloquent on that subject. <laughs> yeah, essentially what, what Meow does is it brings, it, it takes the necessity that we've all had over the last 12 months to, to, to meet remotely uh, and rather than rehash the same big room events in technological spaces that frankly aren't suitable for it, we thought, hey, you know, tech can make this better. And that's what we've tried to do with Meow is use the tech that we have use the you know the impetus that we've had from lockdown to create online networking rooms that are just as intimate, just as personal and just as useful and human as actually meeting in the uh, in the real world. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And and so for how's it going guys? It's, it looks like it's going off, off to a storm in the first few months it's been going is it is it fun? Yeah, yeah, we um well we spent the first year uh, running a kind of beta test you know testing the water platform on a combination of Zoom and Calendly while we were getting our uh, kit together. I did say kit. <laughs> <laughs> and we went from the original five meetings a week that I was running, so one one every weekday, uh, we expanded to 58 across the week using uh, Using the good graces of twenty-eight, I know nobody can see this at home, but everything, everything other than green on there was was a meeting uh, or a meow uh, throughout the week, and we had uh, fifty-eight running a week, twenty-eight volunteer hosts, three of whom were in the states, and we were flying. Very popular, work going across the world. Uh, we've now moved off that initial platform onto our own kit now, so every meow is for four people. There are now no hosts because the platform itself, Meow itself, uh, creates the structure of every meeting. So there's lots of on-screen guidance um, about what should be done when. When I say lots, it's the beginning and end, really. The bit in the middle is actually just conversation. And, and that's mm-hmm. the whole point of networking is we don't try and get in the way too much. Uh, there is no need for a host in any any meow which means that we can uh, aim to achieve our goal which is 24-hour networking whenever you want so um previously wow. we, had, we had one meow an hour so because we had one we had one zoom account <laughs> yeah. one meeting at once now meow can 
in theory, when there's enough people using it, um, handle infinite meetings at any one time. Because well, it's fair to say it's taken over your lives then. Uh, it is yeah. our life. Sorry, what, what, I can't remember what life was like before. <laughs> uh, yeah, BM, life BM. Before now, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, obviously you got together. Who? How did you get together? What happened? What was... Um... This story uh, is the ultimate... It is the ultimate... Um, love story? Of affirmation <laughs> of our... Of our concept, if you like, as well as a love story, <laughs> yeah. because I do love him very truly. Um, but, uh, it's Stop the ultimate it. affirmation of our concept because Simon will tell the story because he's much better at it than me. But essentially, everything we tried to create on Meow happened on that first meeting, and that's what led to to this business. So I'll let Simon tell the story because it is a good one. Oh, go on, then. Fire away, Simon. Meow was not intended to be a concept at all. It was it was desperation on my part because I've been you know, Chris and I and you actually both of you uh, before COVID were degenerate networkers. <laughs> yeah. um, we turn up to the opening in an envelope, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so when the doors were all closed, it was like, oh, mm, what now? What mm. now? I, I genuinely thought it was going to be a bullet to the brain for Brand Boy, my business at the time, because I lost, well, I didn't lose the client. The, my biggest client closed its doors and therefore closed my monthly retainer. Right. <laughs> um, uh, and Calendly, which I, I dabbled with, and just get people to come and talk to me. It was, it was just. Are you feeling me. lonely, Simon? It was, a, it was a selfish, selfish act. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't give a rat's ass about anybody else. Um, um, so I thought I would invite three people to join me for a chat, one to one, but I want to more. I was just trying to get as many one to mores as possible. Didn't and actually I knew invite that. us, did he? No, he never invited us. No, that was <laughs> hey, hey, we're connected on LinkedIn, love you. If you didn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, so, Simon, don't worry. So um, I, I gave it a name because I'm in branding. That was the first thing I did. Uh, and I called it Azuma Day uh, because I genuinely didn't want to, I didn't think it was going to go beyond 12 weeks of lockdown. Yeah. Um, and... I put out an ad on a Sunday afternoon, I believe it was, saying uh, Azuma Day keeps the bailiff away. Um, and then a, a short post about how I just wanted people to come and talk to me um, and we could help each other get through this terrible time. Um, and was that popular? <laughs> it was mental. Within an hour I'd filled that day afterwards, the, the Monday, I'd put one in, I'd put a calendar appointment in every day for the week and the and the following weeks. I just let it keep running. Um, by the time that meeting came around, I was full for the week. And by the end of that week, I was booked a month and a half in advance. Wow. Everybody, everybody wanted, wanted on. to talk. And they were booking, they were booking that far ahead mm. because they had to. There was, yeah. there was no option. There was no meetings. In fact, I remember Phil Story rang me and said, your calendar's knackered. Why, 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 what's up with it? He says, there's no meetings available. When you're looking, he said, next week. I went, pfft. <laughs> <laughs> Try again, Java. You need to be looking in May. He went, what? So, so, how, so how, did, how did Chris become involved then? What, what happened? What was the... Oh, Chris, Chris acted a bit quicker than Phil and he booked, in, uh, he booked onto a Zoom a day about three weeks after I started, I think. It's about, it, it's actually a year ago today. 
Is it? Oh, wow. 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 Oh, what a coincidence. Crazy. Yeah. It was the 16th of April last year. Wow. That I went on. That's oh, oh. happy anniversary, guys. We're on a a podcast about couples and it's our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, where's my, so did where's you two card? know each other beforehand? Yes, we knew each other through networking. Um, uh, right. We'd met before. We hadn't seen each other for a while, but we, we had met mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just had, and bloody Phil Story is going to get a name check again, um, talking to him uh, about three days before, and he mentioned how much money he'd saved in business expenses in that first month of lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was eye-watering. He said he'd saved 1,200 quid just yeah. in business expenses, but yeah. hadn't felt like he'd been restricted in any way. That was the key. He had, he'd, he'd done everything from home, but he hadn't had to cancel any meetings. He hadn't been not been able to speak to anybody. None of his projects had broken down. You know, everything had been as as normal, in inverted commas. Um, but he just, he'd done it all from home and it had, had saved him a fortune. And it made me blush to think of how much time and effort and money I'd been splashing around for the last six years. And I, I, I promised myself there and then that I would never do that again. Yeah, thank and God I for would... Zoom, though. Eh? Thank God for the technology. I... Absolutely, absolutely. If this yeah. had it as in 1995, we'd all be... Oh, yeah. we'd be stuff, wouldn't we? Game over. So I just had the first ideas about that a Zoom a day could be a permanent thing. And it was that day, that very day, that Chris ended up on the Zoom a day. And somebody, not Chris as it happened, somebody did what everybody always did when they came on the Zoom a day initially. It was, oh, isn't this different? Isn't it weird? Just four of us having a meeting. It's great, isn't it? And I went, yeah, yeah. It just so happens that I'm thinking of turning it into a business. And his ears pricked up and he latched on like a dog on a robber. Was- <laughs> <laughs> so, so Chris, what was, sorry, sorry, sorry. Chris, what was your speciality before Meow then? What was it? What was it that you? So, I was a portfolio sales director. So, Essentially, my job was helping business owners turn their ideas into money. Right. <laughs> there we go. Right Perfect. Place, right time. Match made go. in heaven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing is, my on on March the thirteenth, uh, about ninety percent of my business just detonated. You know, we got locked down, and all my clients in the vast, well, the vast majority of my clients were like, "Well, well, that's it." You know, legitimate ones. Some of them were in. Actually, the one in the travel industry was the one that carried on the longest. To be fair, <laughs> that was amazing. But you know, there was people who did face-to-face training, so that stopped. Uh, weirdly, I worked with a food business who had an enormous opportunity to. To and I hate the word, but pivot. But they had they had lots of that. That for me was like the big project for last year, and we had a. It all mapped out, and to be fair, actually, I'd had the best quarter I'd ever had first quarter of last year it was crazy my year was mapped out I was you know looking forward to a nice full calendar for the year and yeah on March the 13th for whatever reason 90 odd percent of that just went boom so I'd set about it in a different way I was doing what came naturally to me and I was just on the phone all day chatting to people seeing where it was going thinking that that's the way I would pull myself out in a similar way to Simon and so I jumped on this meeting and Simon's like, yeah, yeah, you know, well, I'm going to think about it being business. And because I was in the room and Graham Shires was in the room and I can't remember who else was in the room. Apologies if it was you, 
Um, <laughs> it wasn't us. We weren't invited. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, the general listener. If it was you, I apologise. Um, we, because we both knew, had known Simon for years, it was like, right, tell us about it. And of course, I had one mind thinking, yeah, tell me about it because I like this. And so he was chatting away and he said, oh, I've done some projections and I've done this and I've done that and I'm going to keep it on Zoom and Calendly. And, I, and in, in my head, I'm thinking, no, you're not. No, 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 no. This, this is bigger than that. So I kept my powder dry. And at the end of the meeting, like Simon says, I went, oh, stay there. Don't go anywhere. I want to talk to you. And I, from, from my perspective, it was just right, OK, well, this is what I do. And I said, Simon, well, can I help you? Can, do you want to show me what you've got? And I'll sense check it for you, wasn't it? It was no more than that. Mm-hmm. It was just show me what you want to do and I'll sense check it. And so he basically said, okay, well, it's going to be this and it's going to be that. And it's going to be the other. And I just thought, no, this is going to be massive. And I, and the first thing I said to him is, do you need some money? And his and, face and, was just, uh, and people, <laughs> boy, yeah, oh boy, you can't see my face. Money. <laughs> yeah. You can't see my face, but Simon's face was like, uh, you know, extremely surprised. And he's like, what? You mean you, you just want to invest just like that? And I went, yeah, this is going to be massive. Wow. And this is what I think we can do. And we can do this. And we can do this. And we can do this. Right. And we're going to build our own platform. And so Simon goes, well, how the hell are we going to find the money for that? And I'm just like, ah, don't worry about that. We'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> and, off, and off we went. Yeah. And, uh, and thankfully, we did find it. And you know, we've recently just closed a, a pre-seed funding round. So we're well set now for going forward. And yeah, it's very exciting times. We're now approaching 600 plus subscribers on Meow. And uh, yeah, it's all from so, those little acorns. <laughs> so Simon, what was your gut react? What were you feeling the moment Chris suddenly said, you know, what, what were your thoughts as soon as he said, well, we could take this big, we could take this, whatever. What, what was your gut reaction? Do you think, oh, wow. It's my baby. Yeah, I, I want to yeah, right. keep control. Or... Uh, what, what did you think? Well, it's, it's interesting, <clears throat> interesting you should say that. My first reaction was, this man's a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has and your opinion had, changed since? And, well, having had having had the pleasure of spending some time with him uh, up to that uh, earlier uh, to that point, I, I was merely confirming my original thought. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> It did. It did excite me. I can't. I can't uh, deny that. But and I was advised. Um, I won't mention names. Uh, I was advised by a number of people that I should be fiercely protective of the idea um, and not just give it away or uh, you know share it too readily. But Chris and I come from the same egg here. We, we both we've both played a lot of rugby in our lives. We are definite team players, and I, that is my. That is my my mindset. Is yeah. I mean, I've worked I've worked for myself on my own for thirteen years. It's a bloody lonely place, isn't it? It is. Uh, yes. And the idea of of playing hardball with Chris and and saying, oh well, yeah, you can work me on this level, and if you achieve this goal, then I'll give you X percent and blah 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 blah. I was like, I'm not getting into any of that. That's not. Well, I, you... I, I simply I simply wouldn't have got into any of that. No, exactly. And I didn't want yeah. to. I, I was like, I, I'm. I I don't get off on on um, benefiting more than than my team do. You know what I mean? I, I I love the idea of it being you know one for all and all for one. If yeah. I've got that the right way around. Mm. So I was elated that somebody else. Well, number one, he turned it into something I'd never thought it would have been in the first place. Yeah. That was. You know, tick tick box number one, mm. and number two. I was, I was, I think I was just damn glad that there was somebody to share the 
the experience with and and the and the pain. Let's be, let's not beat around the bush. The, uh, <laughs> the pain and anguish of uh, of starting a new business in any mm-hmm. sector, but, you know, an, an online tech a tech platform. When neither of you have created anything of that like before, <laughs> is is terrifying. Yeah, I, yeah. There's no other word for it. Yeah. So, what was the biggest that... consideration you both had? You know, the biggest sort of fear, I suppose, or the biggest concern of taking that first step, that plunge. If you like what you hear so far, make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe or follow. This podcast is made possible because of listeners like you. So thank you. We really appreciate your support. Now back to the show. I think we were both excited enough about the idea and both sufficiently possessed of the potential of it. Mm. that I don't think we for one second thought it wasn't going to work because there was no question because we've both got a really strong work ethic. There was no question we wouldn't put the work in. There was no question that there was demand there. Um, and actually, we were so stupid and naive that we didn't know we weren't supposed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not 25. We're not coders. We're not techies. We don't understand the guts of the, the, the products, if you like. We're working very hard to improve that knowledge. But we don't understand it. We don't have the ability to do it. Most tech startups start with guys who can code and they create some software and then they come find someone like me to to try and sell it. Or they go and find someone like Simon to make it look pretty um, and to brand it and to give it a presence in the market. And that's the way around it goes. We started with a really good concept that revolved around people because that's where we've got our expertise is in people. You know, the computer between your ears is the thing that we're interested in. And we came at it from that regard. So, right, okay, what do people want from this? How are they going to react to it? What are they going to feel about it? How can we involve people? What's the experience going to be like? And then we took that and gave it to some really, really excellent developers who created the software to make it happen. So, yeah, you know, we completely went about it in the, the opposite way to what yeah. it's normally done. But like I say, we were naive enough to not know that we weren't supposed to do that, so we just went out and did it anyway. Yeah. And did you what sort of did you the, the sort of roles? Do you have different roles within the business? Then have you or are they shared roles and responsibilities? How does it work? This, this is the beauty of our uh, our uh, civil partnership. I mean, partnership <laughs> um, is that we complement each other really well. We're both you know huge socialites, as, as Chris says. We're about people, so that is our common thread. But when it comes to money and business and all the technicalities of, 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 of creating something like now, I don't know one end of a spreadsheet from another, whereas that is Chris's, Chris's domain. Chris is not a particularly creative, uh, you know, graphical visual uh, person. And that's where I come yeah. in. Mm-hmm. You know, most, most, most of the functionality and the look of, of, of Meow comes from me. And we would never have got anywhere near where we are now without Chris's business acumen. So it's 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 a, a perfect right. meeting. We've still got skills gaps, as Chris has already intimated. Yeah. But as a, as a ground up um, starting point, we were blessed. Yeah. And what we're very, very good at is 
taking the kernel of something and bouncing it around a room between ourselves and coming out with something that's an awful lot bigger and better than it started out at. Right. Mm. So we'll go, what do you think about this? And I'll, you know, and I'll usually take the completely opposite view just to get things going. And then we sort of mix it around a bit, bounce it around, have some fairly spectacular arguments, um, get a bit huffy with each other, and then actually come back <laughs> to a situation where we where we've got something that we really believe is workable. And because it's been tested in battle, if you like, because both of us are also extremely opinionated and very stubborn. <laughs> so if an idea gets through that, it's one that's been well tried, if you like. Yeah, vetted. Um, and, it, and, it, and that's a really, that's one, of, one of the things I think we do best is, is that sort of uh, crucible of good ideas, if you like. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And what challenges have you found working together? <laughs> uh, challenge, to be fair, do you know what? Simon will say he's a realist. He's not. He's an appalling pessimist. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he gets, and he gets himself very, very overwrought about stuff. And a lot of what, and, and I'm, I'm an appalling optimist. So, of course, those two uh, worldviews collide quite readily. So I'm like, no, it'll be fine. And Simon's like, no, we're all going to die. And we sort of, again, where we are polarised means that the path that we take is generally one that's not too far away from the middle. It's quite nice that way. But in terms of challenges, it's really been that trying to find the way forward when you reach one of the natural stopping points. So we started, and the thing is probably the biggest challenge is probably looking for investments, hasn't it, Si? Because that's taken... An inordinate amount of time. So we started looking for investment too early. We we incorporated Meow in May and we had the bones of a platform ready to sort of show people in August, wasn't it, Simon? It didn't work then, but it was we we could show people what it looked like. But of course we were we were possessed with these highfalutin ideas that you know we were going to change the world. But of course investors don't look at it like that, particularly investors in Yorkshire. <laughs> so I, I started doing the rounds. Yeah. yeah, I started doing the rounds, trying to talk to people about trying to raise some money. For, and I'll be honest, I was I was dismayed at the reaction I got. Some of them, I am absolutely not naming names in this, but some of the things, some of the offers I received were quite frankly insulting. And I don't take anything personally in business, but they were insulting. <laughs> right. And lots of the investors, I'm ashamed to say, in a, in a city as digitally savvy as Leeds, just simply didn't understand what we were trying to do. And actually, that again, that's one of the big things we've had is trying to explain what Meow's all about. Because to us, it's like it's like meat and drink. It's like, yeah, you get in a room, you talk to four people, and and then you go about your separate ways. And and if you can help each other, great. And like, oh, what what? And trying to trying to un- get that across to people in a way that means they can back it. Is extremely it has been extremely tough, but as I say, we started too early. The the, the idea or the, the business wasn't ready to take investment at that point. But because I'm the way I am, I'm like no, ahead, 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 onward, onward. Well, sod the investors. I said to Simon, we're going to go crowdfund it. And of course, Simon, God love him, is exceptionally trusting of me when I say things like this. <laughs> so he's like, okay, let's go. We're <laughs> so about building pitch decks and all this stuff and it took weeks of our lives to get this done and so we we embarked upon the process we were accepted for fundraise by crowdcube which is very exciting it's like woo, we're on the way so we invested a huge amount more time and actually particularly on my side i was buried up to my eyes in 
paperwork and due diligence and, and evidencing and all the rest of it for, 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 for a month. And so we started and actually the valuation that Crowdcube put on you, or we were, you know, the valuation was just like, hey, how much do you want to raise? And we say, I don't know, 250 grand. And they say, how much equity do you want to give away? And we say, oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 10%? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll just put a two and a half million pound valuation on your business. And we're like, Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is exciting. We, we don't, we don't it, understand. We, it now, <laughs> we don't understand why you've said this to us, but hey, we've got a business worth two and a half million quid. Isn't this exciting? Woo-hoo. Let's go. <laughs> and so we did that, and we came agonizingly close. But where we were, and as I say, when we said when I say we started too soon, is the business that we sent live on Crowdcube in November was the business that existed in August. So our business looked nothing like the business we were trying to sell stock in. And then by the time our race finished at the end of January, the business looked nothing like it did in November because progress was happening at a prodigious rate at this point. And so we were... We were, we were a world away from what we were pitching. And so we we're trying to backpedal and educate the investment community and all the rest of it about where we were. And it just didn't work. The, the, the premise was too early um, when we first started. And you can't get past that because you're not allowed to change your pitch. So uh, we came agonizingly mm-hmm. close. And the deal with Crowdcube is if you don't hit your number, you don't get a, a shilling. Oh. Right. So we came within four grand on a 150 grand raise. Oh. And actually... To be fair, one thing, and this is this is my fundamental issue with crowdfunding. My fundamental issue with crowdfunding is they are not allowed to tell you to use FOMO, basically fear of missing out, to generate investment interest because it's against the rules. But the whole premise is is, is FOMO. You mm. start deliberately low. And they said to us, oh, yeah, put your target on at 50 grand. And we're like... We don't need 50 grand. We need 150 grand. Actually, we'd really like 250 grand. So what's the point in us putting our target at 50 grand? It won't get us anywhere. We'll still need to raise again. And they're like, no, 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 you'll overfund. And we're like, okay, but how are we going to overfund by five times the original amount? For us, it was too big a thing. But what they can't say is, you have to do it like this because the fear of missing out will drive investment. Ah, right. Yeah, it's sort of hint people, people, yeah, yeah. But they have to be, yeah, they have to be FCA compliant by saying no. If your run rate is this, then you need to raise this. And we were quite bullish in that. No, we need to get this. There's no point us doing it otherwise. Anyway, no, it wasn't. It wasn't the most um, enjoyable experience I've ever had. Let's put it that way. It was very valuable. Very yeah. valuable experience, though. We know. Massive. We know what we did wrong. We know what we did wrong. We know what's wrong with crowdfunding now. We probably never touch it again. But there were a lot of good things that came out of that process. We met a lot of good people as a result. So no, we not. don't regret it in the slightest. No, not at all. And obviously, can I just ask you, you, you obviously you guys were, um, you knew each other before all this started, before you got together. Would you say now, mm-hmm. is it a, a really strong, not just a business relationship, it's a friendship has evolved as well now, I would imagine. Because if you Family, work, mate. Or do you hate each other, basically? I mean, what's <laughs> Love-hate relationship. Yeah, yeah how does Family. that work now? Has that changed from, from what you knew, from when you got together a year ago today on that very first meeting? I should imagine, well, how uh-huh. things have dramatically changed now? Well, Chris, Chris said some time back now, um, I can't remember what we were talking about, but it was something to do with, 
me being present at something. And I said, are you sure you want, are you sure I should be there? And he, and he said, and I was, <laughs> he'd have cried when he said, um, uh, basically uh, family, what's the matter with you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. so yeah, that's good. That's how it should we be. Spend, yeah. We spend more oh, time, yeah. or I spend more time with Simon than I do with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, well that was a bit of a wrestle um not a wrestle with chris a wrestle with uh the, dom- oh. the domain world so i was coming up with all kinds of names as soon as i knew i was going to turn it into a business i knew yeah. i couldn't call it a zoom a day because fancy mr zooms or mrs zooms lawyers crawling all over me uh so i had to come up with something different and I went through a number of different things. The shower, the shower I find, <laughs> is my main thinking area. Um, and I went through a whole host of stuff. And I, I came up with Meet Now, um, which isn't a, a huge leap, I'll grant you. But uh, when I checked it out, it turned out to be some kind of dubious-looking <laughs> teenage right. dating app. Uh, After 16 hmm, hours looking at that website, not he decided for- that he couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly not so something we need to be associated with. with. <laughs> <laughs> How did you transition on to? I, I asked a few people on there what they thought. And um, I thought, no, we could, and, and looking for domain names, by the way, is a terrible experience. Yeah. When you, you come up with a great idea, you come up with a great name, yeah. and then you try and get the bloody, do- you try and get a domain name that's anything like, try, yeah, like yeah. trying like to buy a private says number no, doesn't your it? name. Yeah. And then the most, infuriating part of it is that every single domain that you want has been taken but there's yes. no website on it and you're like the insanity yeah. of this situation anyway so i invented a word it is an invented word by the way because it's not spelt correctly as as meow should be should be spelt so i took my original teenage <laughs> dating app name uh, meet now and jammed the two um. words together Oh. To make me out. I hated it. So it's me and ow. And Chris hated it. And if I'd given him any choice and not just gone ahead and <laughs> designed the logo and designed the website and everything before I showed him it, it probably wouldn't be called. <laughs> well, you meow. called it then, Chris. <laughs> oh, I've no just, idea. <laughs> you, no, that time is so long ago and so much mileage under the wheels now. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. But I love it now. But at yeah. the time, I, I was just like, you. you are you insane? Yeah. Meow? What are you talking about? We'll get a load of crazy cat people on there. What, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did say we did say from the outset that the, the subject of cats would be banned in all markets. Yeah. Just way. so that yeah. we didn't create <laughs> create any confusion yeah. about the whole. So, matter. so going forward, then, guys, I assume um, you're hoping to go. Well, you are global already, I suppose, but massive. Are you hoping to go massive? What's what's the five year plan then for me? Where are you going to be in five years' time? With apart from obviously world domination. In five years, you won't be seeing us, mate. We're going to be, uh, nah. we're going to be on a beach somewhere under the biggest, under the biggest palm leaf you've ever seen. Uh, and you'll never see us again. That's the final plan. What we should be asking is what's yeah, the two-year two plan? plan? Uh, because, well, Chris will go into a little bit more detail, but the, the guys that we invest in us um, are seasoned professionals in this game, and they have educated us. Well, they've, they've, should I say they've begun educating us on the way of things in the yeah. tech market specifically. And 
the the roadmap was looking like it was going to be a fast one before we spoke to them. Now it's like hitting the hyperspace button <laughs> in the Millennium Falcon. All I can see at the moment is white lines <laughs> racing towards us, like from Star Wars. And it is well, Chris. Chris will expand on what his, what his role in this business is like at yeah. in the near future. <laughs> so Simon and I are going to be having probably less arguments because essentially my job going forward is fundraising. Right. So essentially, with with, with these with these sorts of businesses, and actually we built this business from the outset to be, if you like, a profitable old-fashioned business. As I say, two old-fashioned business owners come into a tech platform saying right okay we're going to build this to to make money to give us a lifestyle to provide you know an income not in terms of let's grow it to you know however much and then and then sell it as quickly as possible although you know we were we were angling for that sort of thing but maybe not as quickly as as all that and now it's like right okay we've just finished a funding round and the first thing our uh, lead investor said is right right let's start getting ready for the next one and i'm like "What? what what And and to be fair, it's absolutely right. We need the money to do what we're going to do with it. But it's all telescoped timescales now. So it's right, let's do this. And when we got the money through for the last round, the first thing he said was, have we got the meow.com domain? And I went, no, it's it's eight grand. And he's like, no, no, we need that. Go buy it. And and to be fair, the the guys are not there to tell us how to run the business. They've been very, very uh, clear about that. It's like, hey, we've got other stuff going on your business you get on with it we're just going to back you and help you he just says yeah get it we need we need it for the next raise and so we're going back into fundraising mode uh, first of may right right so the next couple of weeks is uh like revising the pitch deck which is simon is extraordinarily good at in terms of putting together messages that are beautifully presented as well as you know with some decent content in there um and yeah we're back on the on the investment carousel as of the first of may and that that's yeah, that's the biggest shot. Yeah, and that should then give us the biggest shot. That should Sorry, then give that. us the runway, which is which is you know a word we've been introduced to in the last twelve months. The runway <laughs> to enhance the product and recruit and to build the business out into a situation where we are then catching up with the revenue that we should be generating at the time. Yeah. So it's really exciting. It's extremely. It's it's a lot of fun. It's terrifying. Um. And, and and really exciting, you know. It's uh, it's it's all very new to us. But to give you the answer that I think you were looking for, uh, Ian, our goal, and we obviously we've got we've got subscriber goals for you know the next six months, the next twelve yeah. months, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We need we basically need as many people on Meow as possible because it, it is a platform that throughout that that right. requires people. You know, we're introducing we're introducing four people together at once, um, so we need a huge throughput of people uh, using the platform uh, and we're trying to cross a 24 yeah. hour yeah. time spread you know we, we want it's always on you know the sun the sun will right. never set on meow basically um and so our major goal is 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 subscribers get people on we've got a 30 day free trial now so people can try it find out if they like it and then if they do want to carry on and we, we really hope that people use this ongoing as a not just as a new business tool in fact the new business should be third, fourth, fifth on the list of, of, of benefits that you get from Meow. It's about, um, you know, connecting with new people, collaborating with new people, getting advice off new people, uh, getting opinion from new people and using it as a, as a regular kind of sounding board almost and, and, a, and a self-development tool yeah. as, as well as anything else. 
But our eventual goal is to go from our current setup, which is a meow starting every hour on the hour across the clock, if there are people there to meet, of course. Uh, yeah. Middle of the night <laughs> in the moment. Yes, um, uh, just as a disclaimer, we cannot hope, guarantee you at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, if you come home from the pub, now that you can go to the pub and you're feeling like you'd, you'd like a chat, then maybe <laughs> no. Meow is not Maybe go back to, go to that other there. website you were talking about. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, mm. for the, the meet me, uh, meet now. Um, but our goal, our eventual goal is to uh, have a platform where anyone in the world at any time of day can hit the Meow Now button, which we will put on the website once it, this is possible um, and be in a room with three other, three new people uh-huh. within 30 seconds to network. So ultimate flexibility. So basically the, the video version, video version of LinkedIn, you can use LinkedIn whenever you want. Right. You'll be able to use meow whenever you want. Sounds good guys. <clears throat> what are you going to say? Chris? And then saying, if we can achieve that in terms of usership and UX on the site and architecture and all the rest of it, if we can achieve that, then everything else will take care of itself. So, But that's the goal, you know, to have enough users so that anyone at any time can jump on and be in a meeting within 30 seconds. That was always our sort of guiding light, and it's, it's what sits on the horizon for us to yeah. say, right, okay, this is the way to go. Some big goals, but I think uh, it sounds yeah, like you're, sounds, you're on your yeah, way to those. It sounds those. like you're on your way, guys. It sounds like you're uh, skyrocketing to the moon and beyond. Well done, guys. <laughs> it's um, all exciting stuff, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, Thank you very much. Just, just very quickly then, if if people want to um, get in touch with either of you, I assume you're both on LinkedIn or you just want people to connect straight on right. to Meow or whatever, because we, totally. we'll put your link in the show notes and everything. So we'll put the website. We're more right. than happy to talk to anybody that's, uh, that's thinking about having a look at Meow. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, we're keen to talk to everybody. Uh, currently, Chris and I are uh, manning the uh, support <laughs> ticket email address, so we're talking to Meowist on a regular basis. I'm making a yeah. point of, of of ringing anybody that, that messages in. By the way, if you are a, a Meowist and you are sending a, a support ticket in, do put your phone number on because I want to call you. I prefer talking to people than just sending <laughs> yeah. endless endless emails uh, to talk about their experiences, what they like, what they don't like. Uh, we know that this this will stand and fall, stand or fall on its um, on its ability to provide the functionality that, that people want. And we don't we don't claim to be the profession the, the the experts in this. We're not telling people what they should do. We want them to tell us what they want. Yep. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so what we'll do is, in the show notes, we'll put you both. Your, if you're okay, that we'll put your LinkedIn details in there and the access to the meow as well. If they don't Please do. That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, um, thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much, guys. It's been really interesting. Enjoyed our chat. chat. Um, it's been it's been good finding out a bit more about uh, you guys as um, business partners business and um, as <laughs> not couples, <laughs> not couples. <laughs> business partners. And... Yes. Uh, no. No. No <laughs> presents, please. Uh, we'll uh, donations to uh, St Gemma's Hospice. Yeah. Thank you. So it's been good to chat with you both, guys. Thank you for coming on. We've appreciated it. Um, okay. And it's been good to good to talk to you. Both. Good luck with your new venture. Yeah, so much, yeah. we'll watch this space. I think so. I think with me, I'll watch this space. Yeah, great stuff. Excellent. Thank Thanks, you very guys. Much. Watch, sign up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or sign up. Yeah, sign up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Okay, bye. Cheers. Bye. And now we come to our knowledge share of the show. So, Tracy, for this week, what is the knowledge share? Well, Ian, this week's knowledge share 
is a website and it's called onetab.com. And it's whenever you find yourself with too many tabs open, you click the one tab icon to convert all your tabs into a list. And when you need to access the tabs again, you can either restore them individually or all at once. When your tabs are in a one tab list, you'll save up to 95% of your memory because you will have reduced the number of tabs open in Google Chrome. Oh, wow, that sounds a really useful app, that one, Tracy. Thank you very much. Give it a try. Let us know how you get on. Excellent. Well, we're almost at the end of this week's episode, but before we go, we're excited to tell you about our bonus episode this Friday on The Friday Fix, where we will be discussing a business-related subject with a fellow business owner who will be sharing their advice, thoughts, or knowledge on a particular topic. This week's episode is called The Five Whys, and that's given to us by Karen Amos of Brightbird. Our special guests on next week's podcast are business partners Michelle Cohen and Bren Adams of Social Sender. We're really looking forward to speaking to them and digging deeper into their experiences as a business couple. Also, if you'd like to join us at one of our online networking meetings, the link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us this week on In Business Talks 2. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, all that we ask is that you simply tell a friend about the show. We would really appreciate it. So until next time, this is Ian and Tracy, and together we we are are in in business. business. Goodbye. Goodbye.